see cancer affecting younger and younger patients um, and often the younger patients don't have surveillance so when they present they're already at advanced stage and hopefully hystrypsy can make a difference in helping these patients let me talk to you yeah uh, you will hear the explanation for why this episode of cunt is coming out on Thursday and kind of late this is I'm not going to explain it twice. You'll hear it in the beginning. Uh, just know that this isn't a normal thing. Some shit happened, okay? Everything's okay. I'm good. Family's good. Everyone's good. Just some shit happened that I didn't see coming, okay? Got blindsided a little bit, but everything's good. So you'll hear it in the first couple minutes uh, of the intro, uh, you know, when the show kicks off. Now, I had teased or whatever about Patreon. I don't. I'm not going to do a bonus episode on Patreon. Um, I just don't really have the time right now to do that. But if you want, if you want, Ryan is going to be doing uh, a bonus that he will be releasing on Thursdays. Okay. Um, I'm not always going to be there. Someone else is going to fill in for me. Don't worry. We're not breaking up. Okay. We're not breaking up. It's just I don't have the time. He, he has some extra time and wants to put out some extra content. I just don't have that, okay? And I have other commitments that I care more about. So, Tuesdays will be the official, the official cunt, okay? Just had some mishaps this week. Now, when I said bonus episodes or extra content, you know what that means. Go over to patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast and sign up for a three, five, or ten dollar tier. $3 gets you the Wednesday episode, which was not released this week due to everything that else was going on, okay? No worries. 
Coming back next Wednesday, you'll have a fresh new episode. Okay? No more revisits. Hopefully. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Getting a little tired of people backing out. Okay? If you want to be a guest on the show, my third eye podcast booking at gmail.com. That's my third eye podcast booking at gmail.com. Send an email, they'll get you on the schedule. Okay? But back to Patreon. The $5 tier gets you every video, every full length episode, no commercials and no interruptions. $10, it just means you're a super supporter and you really love the content that I'm providing for you and and the time that I put in for all this, okay? So again, patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast, three, five, and $10 tier. Now, what you didn't hear because uh, whatever, I got to promote and give a big shout out to Nico and his family at Pure Pet Wellness, okay? I know he he did not tell me to do this, but they are for pets. The CBDs are for pets. Okay, last week I tweaked my my knee, my my lower quad, something. I could barely walk. Spent all weekend, you know, pretty much just propping my my leg up. Okay, I was in some pain, and then it dawned on me on Friday. Rub some CBD oil on it. I was eating ibuprofen, Tylenol, naproxen, like candy. Like I was back in the military again, okay? Eating them like they were fucking Skittles, all right? Wasn't touching nothing. The moment I put the CBD oil on and rubbed it in, I felt something. I was like, ooh, that feels good. Like by Monday, actually by Sunday, I was walking again. Now, if that can do that for me, imagine what it can do for your pets with joint issues, with maybe some nerve issues or anxiety, whatever. These CBDs are American sourced and it's American owned and operated family company. Okay. That's purepetwellness.com. Go there for some pet CBDs. They have a wide arrangement of different applications. You can use them yourself. Okay. They are human grade, but... Nico set out to start this company because he had a sick dog, ended up saving his dog's life through the CBDs that him and his family have come to make. Okay? Enter Ghost at checkout, you get 20% off your entire order. All right? Ghost at checkout, 20% off your entire order. And you can use that as many times as you want. Uh, I'm going to be having a new affiliation coming up here in a couple weeks. Uh, uh, You'll hear more information about that. I'm just going to do a little teaser. It has something to do with electroculture, okay? Just a little teaser, all right? Now, what am I forgetting? Um, it's been a minute since I did one of these. Oh, yeah, that's right. Conspiracy soap. Sold out at the moment, okay? The new batch. The new... We, we eliminated two cents and added two cents. You won't know until we have them physically in our hand but you're going to love them. I am using one of the scents as we speak. Okay. I have a little inside uh, hookup uh, with this company and it's all natural ingredients. You can eat it. I won't tell you to, um, but they are all natural. You can eat it. It'll probably give you the poops, but man, when you're done washing your body, you're going to smell great and feel great with uh, these conspiracy soaps. Uh, yeah. Soaps. Conspiracy soaps. So we have two new scents coming. We're sold out at the time. There should be working on it either by the time you hear this or early next week. 
we should hopefully have them back in stock, we're hoping. So that's Conspiracy Soap. Where do you get it, Ghost? Well, you go to DangerousWorldPodcast.com and click on the little link that says Conspiracy Soap. Okay? That's DangerousWorldPodcast.com. And uh, yeah, we had to raise the price only a dollar. Okay? Everybody else, you know, cost of production has gone up a little bit. So their prices went up just a hair. It's not much. It's a buck. Okay? This stuff still blows Dr. Squatch out of the water. Okay, that's conspiracy soap. Go get some, all right? Follow me on Instagram. You know, hit the IG, hit the follow button. And don't forget to go to Apple iTunes or Spotify. Hit the five star. Leave a review on Apple. You don't have to leave a review on Spotify, but leave a five star. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know what you want to hear, what, what, what episodes you want coming out. But this is cunt. Okay, this is the this is the fun show that we don't really get a prep for, but due to uh, a lot of followers and their support, they they overflow us with content for us to provide to you. So thank you to the followers and supporters that do that. I'm jumping out of here. It's been one hell of a week. The weekend's right around the corner. Man, it can't come any any quicker. So enjoy this episode. Sorry, it's a little short, but wanted to give you something. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team and the tag team champions of the podcast world. I am the lunatic fringe, the left lip ghost, and with me as always, the radical one, the raging one, the right lip, Ryan Dean. How are you, my friend? Ooh, yeah, diamond cut. Good, good. I see a dog behind you. Is that one of the asshole dogs or one of the good dogs? It looks uh, like uh, Odin. Odin, yep, the coonhound. Okay. The one that you say I'm racist Very because he's, his breed's called a coonhound. Yeah, every time you say coon, I'm like, what year is it? But uh, yeah, man, he looks like a great boy. Uh, he is, he is. Do you want to explain what's going on? I know that you had a hellish week. Um, you know, I feel I feel personally like a flake to my audience because, you know, I was releasing, you know, just a year ago, three episodes a week, sometimes four. And uh, now I'm not even able to keep up on the easy releases. And, you know, it's not your fault, dude. Shit happens, but... Uh, do you want to explain what's going on here? Yeah. So people know, well, we usually record the main show on um, either, usually Sundays. Every once in a while, we'll do do a Monday evening, and then I turn around and put the Patreon out and put you know schedule my end to be released. And for whatever reason, uh, at some point I looked over, the roadcaster had stopped recording or I bumped the button is what I'm thinking I did. And when we got all done, I went to convert. I probably bumped it with your big old fat ass. Uh, probably. probably what you did. I was, I was twerking. I was grinding on it. I, 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 mean, I was feeling everything that we were getting into, but we stopped and zoom would not convert any of the audio, any of the, the video. It gave me a weird message saying, if you do that, your personal data might be at, at risk and this and that. And I was like, fuck. I was like, all right, whatever. I'm not going to get get all bent out of shape. Right? We'll just, you know, I like to have it ready to go so the listeners on my end can get up and when they're on their way to work or whatever, they know the episode's already released. So I was like, well, we'll just release it late Tuesday. Well, didn't get home till late. Daughter had to take her to the emergency room for, you know, some minor health issues or whatever, minor, major just some shit that's been going on for for far too long and the doctors just can't seem to get their fucking 
mind around it. And who she needs to see is booked out till next July, and nobody can get her in any earlier. So maybe hopefully we're trying, hope, hoping for a fast track. So long story short, came home yesterday after that, and I just zoned out, watched some TV, and went to bed early. And I was I was just like I'm I'm done done with the day. Well, didn't we try to record yesterday, or was that two days ago? It was, was Monday. That was we Monday when we had all, all the technical issues. Yeah, everything got all fucked up. And uh, yeah, so yeah, just a weird week, you know. Um, but yeah, no big deal, man. Hopefully, you know, your daughter can get her situation figured out. You know, it's uh, it's always a little scary, but it sounds like, you know, things will be okay if if they can just get a handle on what's going on. Yeah. So, luckily, bears for your daughter. Yeah, luckily, they've they've eliminated any serious life-threatening things like ms tumors you know all sorts of shit so you you were making it sound like it could be like a a mental like panic attack situation yes you know that happens yeah it's a stressful fucking time being like how old is she 19 20 20 dude that's a stressful time man like i was unstable when i was that age too and i like to think of myself as a very you know stable-minded person these days you're like a rock but yeah, I am the true north. And uh yeah, man, you know, it's it's so you know, like I said, prayers go out to her, man. I hope that she can get better and figure out what's going on, dude. She sounds like a a nice nice young lady, you know, a uh, daughter of a of a buddy of mine, so you never want to see that. But oh, thank you. This is the reason why we're a little late on this, guys, so hopefully you can kind of understand what we're doing. We're working on some really interesting stuff with the soap, though. I'll fucking tell you that right now. I'm pretty happy with how the uh new scent covers are turning out and uh you know doing a lot of fun stuff there but we want to do kind of two short ones for you there will be like you know this one i think we didn't discuss this are we doing two we'll just see see. how it goes okay Okay. well um i don't know man we don't need to do the uh beating around the bush we don't need to fucking talk about our weekends i do want to say one thing on the soap um the order was received and hope and it was double checked to make sure we get the right quantities of each scent personally by my wife and they should start making it uh, she's thinking either tomorrow or early next week okay well yeah we'll wait to announce the uh scents yeah when we know that we're oh. actually getting them and stuff you're gonna love them yeah it'd be pretty damn cool um what is this thing that i saved here i've got to look at this really quick uh wow oh yeah i mean i saved some weird stuff i guess when i'm drunk but we'll watch it (laughs) holy shit okay so first thing that i want to share um and some of these things we tried to cover on the last episode too um so, you know, we're going to go through some stuff. It might feel like we're repeating some stuff, and we might actually repeat some stuff that we did like an episode before because it's all a blur these days. But, uh, yeah, man, check this out. Greta Thunberg coming in with some good advice, dude, some really, really good advice. <laughs> uh, as she always does. And this is the one that I was looking at where I was like, what did I save? This what obese f- woman. <laughs> we'll we'll check it out, though, in a second. But, yeah, here's Greta Thunberg. She has a nice fanny uh, pack. Yeah, Furby, it's a, right? yeah. Well, it's a very. It, it's like she had her own personal picture put on on that fanny pack. That's what her vagina looks like. I believe. Oh my god! Here is Greta, and uh, I actually do want to make sure that I get in there and get the sound. So I'm just gonna 
click that volume here on Instagram. And here's uh, Greta talking about having like ethical wars instead of, you know, these wars that are really bad for the planet. <sighs> War is always bad, specifically for the planet. If we want to continue uh, fighting battles like environmentally conscious humans, we must make the change to sustainable tanks and weaponry. There are so many new concepts for our battery-powered fighter jets that can carry many more um, missiles, biodegradable missiles, of course. Something literally everybody can do to stop this nonsense is, for example, block the roads to gardens and farms so the plants don't get overrun by these heavy, heavy tanks. Hand grenades, very important. If you use hand grenades, please use vegan grenades. No animal should have to give their life for all this mayhem and chaos. They have a special sticker on them. You really can't miss them in the uh, grenade market or wherever you buy them. Yeah, I cover all of this and more in my newest book, Vegan Wars. We got some dumbass motherfuckers floating around this country. Eat shit, motherfucker! Hey, those came through perfectly clearly. I think that what the problem is is like maybe I need to host these because that came through. Usually when you play them, uh, it comes through like a fucking Chewbacca. Okay. That sounded nice. Well, maybe we figured something so, out. Hey, problem solved. What do you think of Greta? That, to me, almost seems like a fake AI-generated clip. It does. Uh, because when she started saying EV airplanes that can carry more mm-hmm. missiles and vegan grenades, and they're cl- clearly marked or what have you... Get the fuck out. If this is real, if she really, really absolutely. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. It's like, you fucking dumb piece of human flesh. Because, A, you obviously don't know how heavy a missile is. Uh, the lightest one for the F-16, and and I'm only speaking from the Air Force, F-16, F-15, Fort, or A-10, um, F-15, it takes three people to lift it. Okay, it's a three-man fucking lift. All the others are used basically with a, a military-adapted type of forklift. We'll, we'll just put it that way. <laughs> so they ain't going to be carrying many more missiles because they're heavy to begin with. Fucking piece well, of shit. Maybe uh, you just don't know as much as Greta does about airplanes, Gus. That's true. I probably don't. Probably not, especially these vegan airplanes. Mm-hmm. I just love the idea of uh, you know climate activists not having a problem with war as long as it doesn't fuck up the environment. Right? Fuck all the dead people. Who cares about that? Yeah. Let's let's focus on the fucking environment. Which I honestly, dude, like when I see things like this, it makes me want to take like all the greenhouse gases that I possibly can and just dump them out into the fucking world. Like, I can't do much personally, but maybe like if I go and like take some of my used vegetable oil that I usually throw away and dispose of responsibly, maybe I just go pour that on a tree outside. Maybe that would affect something, right? Maybe, but I don't know. I just want to go out there and fuck up the environment when I hear things like this. Well, it it will do one Um, thing. It'll, it will attract some ants. I think that's about it. And they'd probably actually enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. I don't know. Nice fat reserves. Wild wild um we played this last uh last time when we tried to do this I, th- I find this so fascinating man this this thing called an opium bird okay yeah uh ghost you've seen this as well 
Um, check out this clip, man. This is like a hip hop artist, or I guess his brother was kind of like a leader of some terrorist organization. Sounds like a weird story. Interesting guy to get into, but this is his work on uh, opium birds. And the images of these things is wild. They look like cryptids. Yeah, very much so. I found an opium bird and discovered their origin. It all starts here. The mountains of Georgia are home to many different creatures, including some of the most intelligent stray dogs. After conducting months of research, me and a team of a few stray dogs have retrieved the corpse of an opium bird. It turns out that the opium bird is the result of generations of eagles mutating presumably from feeding on the alpine longhorn beetles some 50,000 years ago, equipping them with a gene called ACTN50, resulting in increased size, sense of fashion, individuality, and an introverted personality type. They later migrated throughout the world with most of them currently inhabiting Antarctica. I made a music video detailing the events. It might be a little hard to hear, but uh, yeah, man, that... I'd never heard of these things. I actually wouldn't mind looking them up real quick. Yeah, let's look it up and uh, see if we can get some kind of verification on it. Because I know we didn't do it last time, but man, they are they're 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 interesting looking. Uh, they the, their beak and their head remind me of like the bubonic plague mask, the death mask that they used to wear with those long beaks and what have you. And then they stand really tall, so it, they're kind of mm. creepy. Like, and the fact that now they only originate in Antarctica. And we're not allowed to go to Antarctica. What the fuck else is down there? Okay, well, let's see if this thing is real. Um, there's a fact check on it. Ooh. It doesn't really, you know, I don't really care about that. But this says, it, you know, it's interesting. Fact check. Is the opium bird real? Viral 2027 meme explained. Uh, uh, I'm not there yet. Or... <laughs> what? I feel like Joe Biden right now. Huh? Um, images of a Bigfoot-like creature called the opium bird have recently gone viral on TikTok, perplexing users about its existence. The first video uploaded by DrevFX on September 12th com- uh, comprised several still images of the viral creature facing the camera. It reached over 1.1 million views. Now, the opium bird does not exist, they say. Okay. A second video by DrevFX, uh, DrevFX containing similar stills of one side of the opium bird facing the lens was uploaded on September 14th with the term opium birds in the caption. It has been viewed over 6.4 million times until now. Um, so basically, these guys are saying that this is a fake bird, but there's multiple articles on this. There's one from uh, MSN. They also uh, say Bigfoot's same. fake. And I and I'm a believer. I know. And to me, I mean that does look fake as fuck. It does. Uh humanoid bird that humanoid bird that looks like it would sacrifice you off a cliff is really creepy. Uh this is from MSN. So if this is a fake thing and MSN MSN is reporting on it. I mean, we gotta we gotta do something about this, yeah. right? They're doing all kinds of fake fake news posts and they're talking shit. Um, it looks fake, I will say, but I mean, what a cool AI creature is creepy. Okay, so yeah, they're actually saying here that it's fake as well. Um, Damn, but yeah, but they man, did I reference the the Bigfoot sighting that was uh, taken uh, from that train that we covered uh, in Colorado. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing, man. Some of these newer cryptids or people that try to put out cryptids like this, 
I get it. I mean, man, that would be cool if something like that really did exist and it yeah. does only live in Antarctica. But when it comes to cryptids, and when I was on uh, a different show back in the day, my co-host would, would really look for some of these obscure cryptids and to the point where they were really far-fetched. And I'm like, nah, like I'm not buying it. That was you your know? favorite show to do ever. And, so I'm yeah. surprised that you're saying that. Yeah. Um, it was for like the first three episodes. But um, it just, uh, I don't know, like just stick to the basics, you know, Bigfoot, you know, everybody loves the big hairy man. Now, can I get behind Dogman? I'm still up in the air about Dogman. You know what I mean? Like, why aren't you just calling it a werewolf? Why Dogman? Um, are you, are you implying that it's a man that can shapeshift into a dog? Well, that would be a werewolf, you know? So, I don't know. I, give me Nessie. Give me Sasquatch. I, I'm happy. Now, are the Puckwudgie and some of these other fairy tale or not fairy tales, but uh tales passed down from generation of native americans about the little people and stuff like that fascinate the fuck out of me but when thunderbird it too, yeah the like thunderbird uh, i'm i i believe in the thunderbird um you know you, you get video every now and again of these huge birds like especially down in south america flying and very rare sightings and what have you so yeah but when it comes to a lot of these other ones it's like just shut the fuck up you're, you're really starting to look fucking crazy and dumb well, you know, I will say, dude, uh, cryptid people are some of the like they have some of the worst sense of humor out there when it comes to this. And I actually experienced this firsthand. You know, <laughs> yes, you uh, did. I haven't gotten to talk to Tony Merkel in a while. And I, you know, I actually liked the guy, you know, but I think that he kind of sided with Sam Tripoli, which is the wrong side in that whole thing. Uh, well, that's what a good Christian man story. fighting the, the good Christian fight. That's who he would side with. Yeah, well, I'm not going to, you know, criticize uh, any of that. But, yeah, if, if everyone knew the full story, not one person would be on that dude's side. Right. And these are um, only my opinions expressed by Ghost himself, not Ryan Dean. Right. Um, when I was on his show, he was doing like a Christmas Eve thing or something. And he invited on, like, I think it was the Blurry Creature. It was some, one of the big ones. What's the other big cryptid? Sa- Sasquatch Chronicles. Sasquatch Chronicles is who it was. Wes Germer. What a dull sense of humor that guy has. I will tell you right now, sounds like one of the worst people you can actually hang around with, to be honest. Um, I was talking about how, you know, Tony was wanting to do all this, like, you know, elaborate stuff with, like, what he's doing now. You know, the documentaries, this fun stuff like that, right? And I was like, dude, you guys should do invest in, like, a comedy show where it's like a dating series for Bigfoot, right? And I'm not going to lie. It's not a hilarious joke. It's just it'd be a funny concept. Right. Right? If there was a dating show that was clearly fake about, like, all these, you know, bachelorettes and Bigfoot, and they're all trying to, you know, win over Bigfoot. And Tony asked the guy, he was like, oh, man, how do you think that would go over in the uh, cryptid community? And this dull dude is like, no one would like that. Uh, Just like, it's like, okay, I get it. I get this is your life, and your life's a lie because you're focusing on fucking Bigfoot. <laughs> but but let's let's laugh about it a little bit, right? right. There is such um, thing as Bigfoot erotica, okay? And and people I'm sure eat there that. There is, there is, and people eat it the fuck up. 
That's what I'm saying. If you were not even like showing skin or anything, but just like, you know, these chicks like making out with Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, like the bachelor, bachelor only Bigfoot edition. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cryptid edition. And then if it's a hit, you can spin it off to Chupacabra, Skunk Ape, yeah. all these different ones, you know? Uh, but yeah, keep doing the same fucking thing over and over again, guys. Um, so yeah, that was my rant about the Bigfoot community and how fucking boring they are to be honest yeah i gotta admit um, that was one of the that was the first podcast i ever listened to was was sasquatch chronicles i never listened to a podcast before in my life always been fascinated by by sasquatch bigfoot whatever you want to call them and uh, it was the summer before we had corona and what have you i was building my chicken coop i didn't want to listen to talk radio and i was like i don't know i just typed in sasquatch that was the first one that came up i liked it and eventually that's how i discovered the confessionals and the confessionals used to be great when he got into conspiracies and covered a whole bunch of different topics. And then J six happened and his balls dropped off and a lot of other things happened. And now he just focuses on, you know, just like the, it's almost like the same paranormal over and over and over again, kind of like how it's almost the same kind of sightings over and over again. And it just gets boring after a while listening to the same thing over and over again. You got it. You got to switch it up. You know, it, Stop doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you. Like I said, I wasn't trying to talk any crap about, uh, you know, like I said, I still I still don't. I'm, I'm impartial to Tony. I, like I said, it was kind of weak how he did that, but because uh, he did bail on a uh, podcast that he was supposed to do with me and my friends because same. I think his daddy got mad at him there. Uh, I'm trying to look up something as we're talking here. Hey, he did the same true. thing to me, and that's when I gave him the two-finger salute. Yeah, it's all good, though. So you know, everyone everyone does their own shit yep. and idolizes other human beings. That's okay. Um, let me see here. I'm trying to find this uh, histotripsy thing, which we, we yes. talked about briefly. I actually, um, I shared this with my wife last night. Um, God, what what the heck were we talking about? We were talking about somebody. It was it was a family member. Um, uh, I don't want to give away too many details, but I was telling her about this the, this technology, and she's like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yes." I said, "You know," and and, and we tried to cover it and this and that. I don't want to give too much away, but I sent her an article on it for her to read and and pass on. So maybe that said family member i don't know can maybe take advantage of it and might might help that person right yeah man i think uh, it's definitely interesting now can you see instagram here yes okay so the fda approves a twelve thousand dollar cancer treatment that uses sound i like how they capitalize sound is that like an acronym for like satanic orthodox underground nihilistic destruction waves Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's weird. But uh, sound waves to disintegrate tumors as a painless alternative to radiation and chemotherapy. Now, we mentioned this. Um, this seems like we've known about this for a while, like us dummies. We we right. know that sound can do this, right? And when when they're going out here and they're saying that, hey, we found like a cheap, you know, relatively cheap, uh, safe, painless cure to cancer. A cure, not just a treatment, but a cure. 
Uh, they call it a treatment, but I, I would say if you could fucking burn a tumor with sound, that's probably a cure. Um, this is here, and so you know we were we were talking about, man, this has been a big cash cow for the medical industrial complex for generations at this point now. Um, what's the next big thing? How are they making money now? And it would be through vaccines and through fake pandemics. Uh-huh. So they're willing to get give us a cure to cancer or very, very effective treatment for cancer because they found their next big thing. And their next big thing, just like how AIDS used to be huge in the 70s, right? I think 60s, 70s, maybe 80s. Um, um, more prevalent in uh, the 80s than anything. Okay. So then maybe the 60s, also the 70s and 80s, absolutely 80s. This was popular back then. It was like the cool thing, right? <laughs> and when I say cool thing, I'm obviously it's tongue in cheek. It was a horrible thing. It was a death sentence back then. But now, actually, AIDS wasn't. Like, it was the what was it, AZT or whatever that they were prescribing as the the cure. And it, it might not have been AZT. It's something something with that acronym that they, they Fauci was pushing. That's what was causing. Well, people similar to thing that they were pushing for the cure to COVID was a, yeah. an AIDS drug, right? Yep. So, you know, AIDS is no longer in style. Cancer is the new thing. Cancer is the scary thing to worry about that everyone can get, no matter what. Right. You're going to get it just like AIDS used to be. Right. And now they're giving us a cure. They're giving us a, a, a legit treatment for it. Something new, something relatively inexpensive. The big thing that's going to replace cancer, in my opinion, is these fake pandemics, these vaccines, um, possibly things that will move us closer to that transhumanist agenda, too. Um, I think that's their big mm-hmm. push. So um, you were really thought that was a profound thought. You were either too young or not yet born um it was the summer olympics and i want to say the diver's name was brian boitano if, if i'm not mistaken people that are listening can fact check me or whatever but he was getting ready to do he was standing backwards it was on the low dive he was the first uh olympic athlete to compete with aids okay and Ew. He was standing backwards on the low dive and he was getting ready to jump backwards but do a forward flip toward like like he would be flipping towards the the diving board. Well, he did that. He Is that hit like it. a reverse gainer. Kind of. Yeah. In a, in a sense. So, yeah. Um, but his head hit the diving board and it, it lashed open and blood got in the the pool. Now, Ew. they shut the pool down like cuz obviously at the time they you know it was kind of like early covid you know they didn't really know they didn't know that amount of chlorine in, in that pool actually killed the, the quote-unquote aids virus um as soon as it went in the water but they didn't know that you know what i mean so they had to cut it they they drained the pool they they did all this crazy shit and then refilled it and, and what have you but it, it I, when i was growing up dude like you looked at someone bleeding you're like oh my god i'm gonna get aids you know what I mean? That's how yeah, much yeah, yeah, fear they put, they put into you. And it was crazy. Well, you know what's funny, man? Before we uh, play this video, it's a five-minute video, but it really breaks down the technology of this histotripsy. Um, dude, I always thought the same thing, too. And anytime we'd see someone cut themselves, it'd be a kid, a 14, uh-huh. 13-year-old kid or something, right? Yeah. And you'd scream AIDS, yeah. right? It was a joke. It was to kind of shame the person that was bleeding. I used to get so um, pissed off at my stepdad. Uh, I remember it on a camping trip or whatever. We were, we were fishing and what have you. And 
I don't know. He did something to piss me off, and I'm like, "Don't look at me. You're going to give me AIDS." You know, just that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> and you got his ass. Yeah, I got him, even though they were they were laughing their ass off at me, and that just made me even more mad. But yeah, don't. How look old at, are you? Oh my god, I was probably like maybe eleven, twelve, year. somewhere, somewhere in there. Oh. Maybe maybe thirteen. Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe puberty had something to do with it. I'm not really sure, but. It was yeah, like I was forty. Yeah, I was forty. It was just a couple years ago. <laughs> okay, so this one thing that I was going to mention was that when I uh, shit, this is probably eight years ago at this point. I had this girl that I had the biggest crush on. Remember the MySpace days? I did, but I never Are you had big one. into MySpace. Uh uh-uh. Okay, so you know there was this girl that I was just obsessed with. Like I told her I loved her in in uh, high school and stuff. Like I was obsessed with her, and uh, we never dated in high school. But I was just—I mean, she was gorgeous, dude. I, I think that's where my real love for Latinas started was back then. Um, okay, beautiful girl, big old fat ass. You know what I mean? Just gorgeous. And uh, I was obsessed. And she—you know—we were friends. You know what I mean? Like close, close friends. And. Uh, she was attracted to me. I I was attracted to her. She knew it. We had this other friend, mutual friend, um, that was a girl that, you know, we, we all hung out together all the time. And I was just always trying to get with this chick, dude. And finally, you know, we graduate, we go our separate ways and all this stuff. And, you know, in 2000, I graduated in 2009. <laughs> I want to say 2015, 2015. Um, I end up, you know, like we, we, kind of meet again we talk again on on uh, instagram and we say like oh we should hang out for old time's sake and all this stuff end up you know hanging out end up fucking finally oh. i mean i'm i'm reaching my dream here okay oh and i it, it, uh, is this gonna take a dark turn it does oh, it does fuck. dude Oh, fuck. So apparently, I mean, she had had sex with some other dudes before, but apparently they were all very small, I'll say. Okay. I end up popping this girl's cherry. Oh, okay. okay. This and isn't going I'm, where I'm thinking, but. Well, uh, I literally, I thought that I had gotten AIDS at that point. And I wasn't a kid. <laughs> right. I was in my, you know, mid twenties, thought I got AIDS. She felt really bad because she had also lost a lot of weight. She used to be thick, like like I said, fat ass, and uh, she lost quite a bit of weight. And um, so you know, I, I thought like I'm thinking in my head like, oh shit, she lost a bunch of weight now she's <laughs> bleeding on me, and now I have AIDS. And she knew she knew that I was worried about it and shit. So I felt kind of bad about it, but yeah, dude. I mean, even uh, even though it's a program, yeah, even though just sticking your your dick inside her, you would have got AIDS whether she oh, played yeah. or not yeah and speaking of being scared i used to wake up sometimes as like a teenager you know you sweat in in your sleep do you have night sweats you might have aids and i'd wake up and i'd be like oh my god i i have night sweats I, I i somehow i got aids yeah it's a program thought man uh-huh. like when you see that when you see blood when you see bodily fluid like that you think you know something's wrong and something bad's going to happen from it but you know well i'm gl- i'm glad it didn't uh, it take the a- turn that i thought it di- was gonna i thought she was but I, th- I thought she gave you like the seven-year itch or or something like that no 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 she didn't no she was clean it just i thought that you know like i said i thought she had aids after that which is such a stupid thought you know what i mean like it's a normal bodily function i could have jostled something loose or whatever right um 
but yeah, dude, it was just, uh, and, and it kind of ended up ruining everything. Like we still like were doing that stuff for, you know, a couple months after that. But I mean, this was like, like almost like wife material stuff for me back in like high school. Wow. You know what I mean? Like I, I, if my high school self knew that I got with this girl later, years later, I would have like high five the shit out of myself. <laughs> but, uh, you know, sad, sad situation where a little blood will scare you away like that. Uh, not to be too crude, but yeah, let's go into this uh, histotripsy. Very fascinating stuff. It was just truly amazing to see it just erasing the tissue in front of my eyes. That's what it looked like. Imagine a cancer treatment that can destroy tumors with nothing but sound. Histotripsy is a non-invasive interventional technology that uses ultrasound to break up the target disease tissue. Pioneered by University of Michigan researchers and developed for clinical use by Minneapolis-based company Histosonics, histotripsy is a promising alternative for cancer treatment. After a 20-year journey, histotripsy could soon be used to treat liver cancer patients now that the Food and Drug Administration cleared the use of Histosonics histotripsy delivery device in hospitals worldwide. This milestone is something that we've been marching toward for years now, and we're right at the cusp. Histotripsy as a technique to treat cancer as a combined technique with systemic and immunotherapies will hopefully change the future of cancer treatment. I'm really excited for that. If you get a, a doctor with a nose piercing, are you a little concerned, even if she is Indian? No, no, that's very common these days. Uh, back, back in the day when they were, weren't as common, like my daughter has a nose ring, um, and yesterday when we were at the the hospital, like a lot of the, the nurses had some kind of either nose nurse, ring. but not doctor nurse nurses are hot. I mean, I think we can agree on that. This is they, a doctor. I'm going to say nowadays you see more hot nurses than when I was young, because when I was young, it was all like older, really heavy set women. You know what I mean? Cafeteria ladies, cafeteria ladies, kind of like when I went to high school, you didn't have the hot teachers that you have today. You know what I mean? Because, like, you hear all those reports. Well, also, ghosts, we're older. Like, your standards drop. Dude, I remember when I was in high school, man, I didn't think any girls were that hot. Like, okay. I never look at a chick and be like, holy shit. Right. And now, it's much different. You well, know what I mean? So. to be fair, when I was in high school, my, all my teachers were, were older. Like, you know, significantly, like, in their late 50s, early 60s, you know, almost getting ready for retirement age. And now, you know, you have the new generation coming up. And I think that's why you see a lot of more attractive nurses because all the older generation has retired and being replaced by the younger generation. And so to see a doctor with a nose ring, not at all. It's not going to alarm me. Um, not going to be concerned at all. You know what I mean? I'm, I don't know. It's kind of like, mm. like, that'd be like that asking somebody, if you saw your doctor have a tattoo, would that be concerning? No. Everybody well, what has kind tattoos. of tattoo? A tribal tattoo? Absolutely. That is freaking me out. If my doctor's got like a half sleeve of tribal, I'm not into it. That's really? Not, that's not someone that I want to say, "Hey, yeah, get in there and fix me up." I see. I don't. I don't know. I. I guess I'm just different when it comes to tattoos. And you and, have a tribal tattoo, though, huh? No, I do not. I mean, the closest would be that one, but that's Nordic. Tri tribal and that's okay. <laughs> but no but i know what you mean like the old like the 80 or the late 90s early 2000s armband yeah. and, and what have you yeah. yeah 
but I don't know. I, to a degree, like it, what I would be more concerned is if she had earrings that were spacers. Like gauges? Yeah, like gauges to like stretch the earlobe out. I'd be like, no, get the fuck out of here. A small little diamond? No. Okay. I'm more worried about her big bug eyes. This is difficult to detect. Liver cancer is often diagnosed in later stages when surgery may not be an option. That leaves chemotherapy and radiation treatments, but these can cause severe side effects that may take months to recover from or even cause long-term damage. Histotripsy offers an option that homes in far more precisely on the tumor with minimal recovery for the patient. Histotripsy actually uses microsecond ultrasound pulses to activate the nanometer gas pockets in our body and then generate microbubbles <laughs> and make the microbubbles expand and collapse within a very short time frame. And that creates very high mechanical strain and stress to disrupt the disease cells, such as the tumor cells. There really isn't Terrors. much of a recovery. After you come out of general anesthesia, many patients ask if the procedure was even done because they don't feel any pain. They can just get up and walk out when they're done. To show its effectiveness, histotripsy was used to treat patients with primary metastatic liver tumors across Europe and the United States during the Hope for Liver clinical trials. The treatments were administered using this robotic arm, developed by Histosonics, called the Edison Platform. Much like a traditional ultrasound device, it's positioned over the abdomen where clinicians can then use the platform to lock on to the target tumor. We're now at the treatment stage and everything's automated, so the user will essentially enable the treatment and then monitor in real time via the ultrasound feedback as the robot traverses our planned treatment volume. After we discovered the histotripsy phenomenon, we spend a lot of effort in the lab to actually build specialized equipment instrumentation so that we can really use it in a clinical setting. The university team in their diligence showed a great body of research showing the capability of a therapy and it was up to us to make it into a product. This is a treatment region, right? This is a, a dark color ablation zone. Outside that spherical region, there's no other dark color zone indicating there's nothing getting damaged. With the success of human trials and now FDA approval, hospitals will be able to purchase the Edison platform, offering histotripsy as a viable treatment alternative. As we see cancer affecting younger and younger patients, um, and often the younger patients don't have surveillance, so when they present, they're already at advanced stage. And hopefully histotripsy can make a difference in helping these patients. We talked about this too, you know, why are younger and younger patients getting cancer? Mm -hmm. You know, there's just toxicity all around us here. So, you know, it's sad, man, that uh, these people are almost creating their business, not these specific doctors, but right. I mean, the establishment, the establishment is the medical, the military, the business, the, uh, you know, government, all these things, they're creating this world that we're living in where, you know, all these politicians have medical stocks and 
you know, this stuff's allowed to happen and these treatments are allowed to be, you know, FDA approved because of that iron triangle concept with the lobbyists, the uh-huh. industry, the government, all these things. Um, so, yeah, it's shitty, man. It's shitty to think that, you know, uh, 100 years ago, no kids were getting cancer. Right. You know, and now it's like fucking crazy. Well, it has, um, it has yeah, a lot that's to, about it for that video. Yeah. Though. has a lot to do with the uh, the hormones and antibiotics that they're putting in uh all the processed meat and and your foods. I mean, it's not. I mean, I, I used to scoff at people, you know, ten years ago. Oh, go all organic, go organic, and I'd be like, dude, I don't even fucking wash my fruit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Now, complete opposite tra- train of thought, you know. And it's like, you know, I, I, they're they're slowly killing us by all the poisons that that are in pretty much everything that we consume, even if we think it is healthy. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's better for them to have sick people than dead people, uh-huh. you know, because um, then we, th- they make money from us in an additional way, rather than just the thousands of ways that they're taxing us. Um, let me share this here with you. We talked about this a little bit last, last week. I like how this guy breaks this down. Um, getting to the, you know, this massive army of military aged men coming through the border. They're not all Mexican. They're not all, uh, you know, I don't know, dude. Like you'd think that families would be hopping over, right? A man, a woman, a child all together or, Uh or a man, woman, and then several children. But it's all men coming over. And this, this guy breaks this down in a way that if we don't break this down clear enough for you, maybe this guy will get through to you. Um, it's only because he, he carry a fucking gun. Yeah. And I, I also got to add, I wouldn't believe him if he didn't have the best nostrils ever. He's got good nostrils. He does. And his hat's all the way down to his eyebrows, so you know he's telling the truth. Yes. But... Where yours yeah. is a little bit off your eyebrows, so I'm a little sketch on what you what you might trying to be pushed my way. Yeah, it should be down here. Yeah, <laughs> so more believable. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So yeah, listen to what he says. Though I I agree with what he's saying. Uh, the messaging for me is not not legit, but the what like the the content right? Not the delivery, but the content is, I think, very agreeable here. You better physically prepare yourself for what might come really, really soon, right on your doorstep. Everybody's asking me, what's going on in the Middle East? What's going to happen, Barry? Is this World War III? A lot of fighting, a lot of badness. We got all this stuff going on at our southern border, a lot of bad people getting in. If you live in a major city, you better keep your head on a swivel. I don't know if you support the Second Amendment or not, but you just might get an opportunity real soon to exercise that. And if you're not putting yourself, if you're not already in a position where you're physically, physically prepared to protect yourself. If you got some disability, you're elderly, you're younger, surround yourself with people that are physically capable of protecting themselves and protecting you. It could be your life. Out of shape, you could be in the fight for your life sooner than you realize it. Your training and preparation begin right now. Right now. I agree with it though, man. I do. I think um I think that there could be potentially and and this is always I think true, man. Like I went um I put a thousand dollars into my bank 
um, my bank account, thousand dollars cash, you know, holding a thousand dollars. A lot of people would do some crazy shit for a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. So when I was doing that, I was waiting in line outside the, the fucking drive through one wasn't working. So I was waiting outside. I didn't have my gun with me for whatever reason. I was just running out real quick and just kind of brain farted. Didn't bring it with me. Um, but I can also fight. Right. You know what I mean? Like I can take care of myself. If someone was to try and take a thousand dollars from me, you're not fucking taking a dollar from me like that. You know what right. I mean? So unless, I can, unless I you can kill me, fight. Yeah, you're gonna have to kill me. Well, I'm not gonna die over a thousand dollars, but I'm also like very confident that I could, you know, defend myself. Right. There's a lot of people out there that can't. No, there is. And isn't. me standing there while I was standing there waiting in line, there's you know a person in front of me, but you know this fucking ATM was like the slowest ATM in the world. I'm looking all over the place, dude. I'm not just sitting there on my phone. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I'm looking all around. I'm looking like, you know, walking around, looking around corners and shit. And then I, this whole time, my cash is in my pocket, by the way. And then when I go up to the ATM, as I'm waiting for it, my back is to the ATM. My back's not to the fucking street and shit. My back's to the ATM. And then I'm turning around looking at it. And seeing, like, can I continue? Can I go through the fucking steps here? Um, people need to, like, you need to really be aware. Um, not not even if you have $1,000, but there's softer targets out there. Old ladies, mm-hmm. um, smaller dudes, children, things like that. To where, you know, w- what we see all over the place is people are, like, people will steal $10 from a child. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um people have to pay attention you have to like the guy says keep your head on the swivel i've always done that my dad's always told me to do that um he kind of programmed me as a little kid like if i wasn't paying attention he'd come up and like you know tickle me or slap me or something uh not to be you know violent but just to you know keep me on my toes and i'm always like that dude like Uh i always i do that thing where like if i'm at a restaurant i have to face the, the door i'm not you know sitting with my back to the door um a lot more people, need, I think, need to pay attention and just be aware. You can solve so many problems by just fucking being aware of your surroundings. Oh, yeah. When my wife and I first started dating, um, and before we really got to know each other, you know, like we do now, I'd do the same thing in a restaurant. <clears throat> you know, face face the exit, you know, because I know I can't, I can't escape that way, but I know I can es- escape that way and i know that is where danger is going to come at me well even sitting there constantly looking around and she used to think that i was checking out other women like all the wait staff or you know other patriots coming into the the restaurant and it wasn't until we got to know each other a little bit more and i was like no I, I, my head's on a swivel i'm constantly scanning for any type of threat any type you know anywhere we go and it didn't start clicking until, you know, we'd start going out and the ki- the kids would be with us and I wouldn't let them out of arm's reach when they were little. You know, I mean, they, they, if, if I couldn't reach them within a, a millisecond, they were too far out, out of my reach or I had to physically hold their hold, ha- have a hold of their hands if we were in public and large crowds. And she's like, you know, what it, why are you like this? But I, I, I like but that you're like this. You? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I need to keep you guys safe. You're, you know, you're my priority. And, you know, it, it got to the, got to the point where she, she, she eventually was like, you know, I'm really glad you are 
like that because I feel safe when I'm with you anywhere we go. And I'm like, that's, that's the ultimate goal. You know what I mean? I want, as a man, that's your goal, right? You need to be safe. You need to know that, okay, if danger comes, my husband's going to, well, not husband then, but my husband's going to do everything, including put his life down to save me and our kids, you know? And I've done that, you know, my whole life, you know, and that's probably why my daughter is a daddy's girl. You know what I mean? She knows she's safe when she's around me. You know, my wife's the same way, even even my stepson. So, yeah, keep your head on a swivel. There's nothing wrong with it. You're you're not a paranoid freak. It's just know your surroundings. Know know your exit strategy. Know, I mean, even now, it, I revert back on some of the stupidest fucking training that we had to go through before we went overseas. Like, I keep a certain distance between me and the car in front of me when we get to a red light, and if I notice someone's been following me for more than two turns i start making other turns to see and then you know i I start okay now we're going to get into maybe an evac mode or whatever i get to a red light and i see a car really come up on me all right i start paying attention have they been following me because if i have to slam slam it reverse slam charge and beat feet that's what i'm going to do and has it happened since i got out of the military no but that training has stuck with me and it's just another another tool in the bag to keep you safe because what that guy was saying just kind of harkens back to the, the the Obama years. You know, everybody's head that was a vet or a patriot or just a, a good-hearted American always had their head on a swivel because, you know, you, you didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. And now we're back in the same situation where we might be facing World War Three. We don't know. You know what I mean? They, they love war now. They love war. Well, they need it. They need uh, some kind of war for Biden to get reelected right. and for the Democrats to continue. And if it, you know, if it's not somebody like, uh, you know, RFK or fucking, you know, Ramaswamy or any of these fucking people where they're con- complete controlled opposition. Yeah, I'd like to call. Uh, and you can tell. I like to call Ramaswamy Obamaswamy. Yeah, I mean, he's literally an Obama clone. He's just saying that he's a Republican and not a fucking Democrat. So, yeah, it's it's goofy, man. And uh, the thing is, too, what what really crips me out is like how Democrats will say that we are being fearful or we're being uh, fear porn pushers or whatever the term. Uh, I'm sure fear porn yeah. is offensive to Democrats, so they won't say that. But you know, just the fact that that there's almost this smugness that the liberals have uh when it comes to saying things like yeah man like they want biden to get reelected because you know and and so they need a war for this to happen right there's a smugness to where like they almost want a war mm-hmm. so that he can get reelected. oh yeah absolutely and it's strange because i thought that democrats were very anti-war and you know they're they're all about people's safety good people's safety the bad people they can go fuck themselves but what what is interesting is that you're starting to see this like inversion of what good people are good people are people that believe that you know climate change is the biggest fucking disaster to ever be in front of us as a human race and good people are people that vote for democrats no matter who they are vote blue no matter who bad people are people that don't think that illegal immigrants should come into this country and bad people are people that vote for trump Uh and all these things right 
there's bad people that vote for Trump, but there's good people that vote for Trump too. Just like there's good people that vote for Biden, even though they're fucking retarded, uh-huh. there's still good people that vote for Biden. There's bad people that vote for Biden too, of course. Look at George Soros, right? Um, <laughs> if he's even allowed to vote, I don't even know where the fuck he lives. No one does, but you know, it's just interesting, man. It's interesting that uh, the news has done such a good job. Mainstream media has done a really good job at making us think uh, that good and bad are different from what they really are, man. And, you know, it's dividing the country. It's doing the, the job. But we have to sit here and kind of take a step back and be like, okay, how can we protect our own? How can we be, you know, the men that we want to be and protect the weaker people, dude? That's what men are there for. And there was that clip that I played, I think, last week, where the woman was saying, like, I'm not racist. I'll actually play that again, dude. Yeah. Um, she was saying, like, I'm not racist. And, you know, I love when people yeah. start. I love Chinese broad. people. Yeah. I love when people start like that because it's like, well, you know, I've never really said that ever in my life that I'm not racist um, because I don't need to. I, right. I feel very confident in the way that I view other races. But the way that this lady breaks this down is perfect and i wouldn't replay a clip i normally don't but this is so legit to where it's like women are not supposed to be affiliated with war men are men are affiliated with violence constantly and and that's how it should be and this is alarming that these people are coming in i think this is the biggest story man fuck iran and uh, israel and palestine and iran but fuck Israel and Palestine, fuck Ukraine, fuck this multi-front war that it seems like our government wants to fight. This is the biggest story. This fucking, you know, infiltration at the southern border, man. And this lady talks about this really well. She looks like a dude, but uh, is a lady here. And All listen right. to what she says. What, before, you, before you play it, for $10, would you lick that mole underneath her right eye? Would you suck, $10? Would, would you suck on it like a nipple? I mean, that, $10. That, that's a nipple mole. Yeah. I'm not doing anything for $10. 15 No. $20. Up to 1000 I'll do it. 1000 Yeah. Dude, I, uh, I'd do it for a fucking 100 bucks. I'm not doing it for 100 bucks. I'm very happy right now financially. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit for a fucking 100 bucks. Come on. I'll do it for 1000 <laughs> Like yeah. a warm Gatorade and a handshake. Let me first say, I'm not a racist. Okay. But men go to war and women and children flee war. Where are all the women and children, please? Everybody that's coming over are fighting age men. They're soldiers. Now, are they there to protect us or are they there to round us up? What are these immigration centers for if we're not using them? What are all these new prisons for if we're not using them? Prisoners are being released early, on tag. What are the FEMA camps built for? The largest one can accommodate two million people. But where the hell do they expect to find two million people? And more importantly, why? There's something else going on they're not telling us about. Because it's cataclysmic. And we should be told. We should be allowed to make preparations. Putin, who's supposed to be the bad guy, has made preparations for every single one of his citizens. Man, woman and child. But what are our governments doing for us? Absolutely nothing. So you want to know what immigration is really all about? Ask them. Because they're working with the SAS. They're working with our military. They are soldiers. That's my view. Why is it that our own veterans are living on the streets? Why our own people are living on the streets? And yet these people can come over and live in hotels and get £175 a week. That's more than our unemployed get because they're on the payroll. There is something being planned and it's not good. Not good at all. 
for any of us. And I said before, where are all the women and children? Men go to war. Women and children flee war. Why are they coming here? There's no war here. Why aren't they fighting for their own countries? Why are they coming here? And why are we accommodating them when we're not even accommodating our own people? Let me first say, I'm not a racist. Okay. Yeah, I like what she says there. And this post uh, comes from Total Disclosure 1 on Instagram. And uh, they they leave a good comment here it says uh what she said except with one exception i'm not on team putin this guy says or this person says even though i believe ukraine provoked the conflict which is true in my Uh opinion as well i believe even putin is controlled all of them are i agree with that as well yeah i am on team west western civilization and i am on team portugal so obviously we got a portuguese individual here um, this is my home, as is my lady's birthplace and my current headquarters. I am on the uh I am of the mentality we patriots need to empower patriots of all nations to take care of their own homes first and foremost. That's fucking the most agreeable thing right yeah. there. Take care of your shit. If you're a Mexican living in Mexico, take care of mexico fuck the united states as far as you're concerned not fuck them as far as like bomb them but who gives a fuck what the united states is doing who gives a fuck what canada's doing right take care of your shit there in mexico brazilians take care of brazil fucking argentinians take care of argentina canadians take care of canada but continuing with that says before even thinking of meddling in any outside conundrum take care of your shit before you get involved in other countries business yeah and the last sentence here is, God bless America and God bless Europe. We will prevail. I like that I message, that. man. I think that that is what more people need to fucking put out there. And as a fucking Portuguese dude saying that, are liberals going to call him racist because he's saying Portugal first? No. They, they, by by their own belief system, they shouldn't. But they'll find a way to probably do that. Um it kind of reminds me of, uh, is it Jordan Peterson that always says, you know, make sure your your own room is clean before you you worry about. Yeah, he says, make your bed. Or make your bed. I fucking hate Jordan Peterson, though, but yeah, but, he but, says, like, make your bed. But it is true. You know, if, if Mexicans yeah, yeah. would stand up, there's more Mexican civilians than there are cartel members. Stand up to your fucking cartels. Yes, you're going to lose some bodies. You're going to lose some bodies. If... We could unite the gangs in the United States to go after corrupt government and then give the the land back to the people and be free. Dude, what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? Let's take care of America. Yeah. Let, let's let's help our, our vets, our homeless. I, I, even if you're not a vet and you're homeless, like, help these people. Everybody needs a lift up. Not everybody needs a hand out. You know what I mean? Like, clean your backyard. Like... like- before you move too far ahead not to jump in and interrupt you but like how you mentioned the cartels i think that the cartels are less corrupt than the mexican government and i think that's why they don't step in similar to how like here in the united states in like the 80s 90s you know even before that too the mob right the italian mafia here in the u.s yeah they did some horrible shit and the the you know media painted them to be these evil people they kept their streets clean I'd rather have those people in charge than the fucking government that we have right now because yeah. what we have is a fucking mob that is actually endorsed by the government. And these people are out here literally committing crimes against humanity 
and they're able to do it because they have the fucking long dick of the law on their side. So back then, you know, these mafiosos, like you said, they kept their fucking streets clean, dude. Uh-huh. If you were doing shit that they didn't allow, if you were doing shit with women or children, dude, they didn't like that at all. No. And the, the government, the the powers that be right now, they're all about fucking with women and children, fucking with weak people. Yeah. Even if you fucked with old people, the mob didn't like that, right? Very true. It was I, like men. I didn't you even. You can fuck with men that don't listen to the fucking narrative and don't do what we need. And other than that, fucking leave these people alone, man. Yeah, I forgot. Um, I even I forgot all about that narrative until you just said that because, you know, it was family first. It was you don't pick on the fucking weak. That you know, yeah, yeah. not at all. You you go home. You take care of your wife. You take care of your children. Or or you know they, they your parents parents they'd see a struggling business. Hey, all right, we're gonna help you out. You know, but you're gonna have to pay a little bit. But we're still gonna help you out and have your back. You know, the government doesn't do that. The government just takes yeah. all your money and, and says, fuck you, and, and pretty much sacrifices you for whatever the fuck they want. The government's not going to help you unless you're General Motors, Walmart, yep. Costco. You know, they're not going to help the mom and pop fucking deli like the mafia used to do, man. And I'm not sitting here saying that the mafia didn't do anything wrong. Um, but, you know, the narrative is always written by the winners, right? Yeah. And the winners were not the mafia in that scenario. So kind of interesting to think about. I'm going to play one clip before we get out of here. And this kind of kind of tags along with that that uh that cryptid that we talked about in the beginning. Opium bird, the very real she did. opium. Yeah, she bird. pulled my pants off me and I'm like, "Oh great. What what she's going to kill me. They're going to find my naked body here." It's worse. It's worse. As soon as she got my pants off me, she started like jerking the ween, jerking the ween, jerking the ween. And I'm like, whoa, you know, that's not going to work. You know, what are you doing? And then the next thing I know, keep in mind, this is a big Sasquatch, like a comparable to like a big hairy Russian, Russian woman. I mean, she was big. She was like, you know, seven and a half, eight feet tall and hairy. And so I'm down there on the ground. I'm completely naked. My clothes have been ripped off me. And she starts giving me a knobber. It was it was all just biological. I didn't have any choice. She did. She pulled. What a weirdo! <laughs> what is he talking about? It's satire. He basically was getting raped by a female Bigfoot. <laughs> you know, she was giving him a handy and, and started going down orally. I'm going to play this one clip. I just want to know, because I'm mixed where I stand on this, because I was raised never, ever hit a woman. But I know there's... Oh, you can hit a woman. There's women out there now that that kind of take advantage of that. And I'm just going to play yeah. this. It, it's I want to say it's in probably Russian or, or some kind of dialect, but... I live. I live. See? I live. Like she stood up, slapped the shit out of him, and he just slapped her the fuck back, and she flew back and and landed on her ass, and now she's just like, okay, I fucked up. Yeah, look at all the men there that are around. If he did something wrong, one of these dudes would dudes would have fucking stood up and done something about it. She was probably a drunk bitch 
dude, I've dealt with this stuff before, man. I've dealt with women that are being fucking out of control and they are one million percent in the wrong and no one wants them doing what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. that's not allowed, dude. Like I, I do believe in like the idea of equal rights, but there is this whole thing where it's like, yeah, that, that goes into the dangerous territory too. Right. If you want to sit there and fucking swing on a dude and hit them over and over again. I mean, not just once. He might have he might have rushed it a little bit, you know, but who knows? I mean, this is when they started filming. Right. That chick might have hit him fucking ten times before that. Yeah. Or three times before that. Right? What are you supposed to do if you're a man? Just supposed to fucking take the fucking shots and just sit there? No, man. You have every fucking right. That's to how you're raised. Yourself. That's how we're raised. First. You know what I mean? Like and and it's and it's frustrating because there's a part of me it's like yo if if my wife and i got into an argument to where i mean she was just fucking throwing haymakers at some point if i hit her back right but if i threw a, a fucking punch back knocked her out or landed her on her ass i would be in the wrong in the eyes of the law no you wouldn't yeah yeah nine nine times out of ten they're gonna side with the woman Dude, like I said, I've been in this situation before, and the fucking woman involved got arrested because of proof that right. I was not doing anything wrong. You know what I mean? I mean, and if it's you a, have you know, it's proof. a vulnerable thing to share. Yeah. But, yeah, you have to have proof if you're a man and you're defending yourself against a fucking woman because it sounds wild. But, yeah, dude, if someone's doing some fucking violent shit to you, you have every right as a fucking human being, not a man or a woman, just a human being to fucking stick up for yourself and just not let that shit happen, man. Um. Yeah, it's usually like what they'll do is they'll check your hands for any kind of bruises on your knuckles uh-huh. or any cuts. Um. So if you're a man defending yourself, use elbows. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's kind of dirty, but like I said, man, like I'm uh I'm team I'm team human, and then right after that, I'm team man, dude. So many men get taken advantage of in the yeah. legal system. And whether it's like, you know, domestic uh, situations or child or support, um, child, child situations, right? Like the woman always gets the fucking thing. And yeah, let's be real here. I know we got a lot of male listeners. The 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 crazy ratio for men to women. I think that women by far are crazier than men. Well, they, they I think by far they do bleed for seven days and don't die. I, I mean, I know that, and I know, but like I said, dude, like, there's a lot of good men out there that, that are just trying to fucking do their shit. Right. And, and that was satire, people. That was satire, okay? Well, I actually do. I second <laughs> that. I think that it's wild. Uh, and, you know, Eve cursed all the women out yeah. there. That's why, you know, they they bleed for seven days. But, dude, you know, it's just, it's sad, man, because uh, obviously, like, that, that one's kind of hyped up right. a little bit. But, dude, think about the guy that's living with some fucking abusive wife that maybe makes more money than him, and they have a kid together, and she's going out there and cheating on him and, like, fucking hitting him and shit, you right. know, because he's too much of a pussy to really stand up for himself. Or he was that raised to have real have situation. these high standards of morals. He might not be a pussy. He's just ingrained with that high standard of morals. Like, if I put my hands on her, I'm going to jail for the rest of my fucking life. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's yeah. basically what's ingrained in, in your head. As a man, if you're raised as a proper man, you know what I mean? 
I raised yeah. my, my stepson. You, you don't fucking put your hand. You treat a woman with respect, yada, yada, yada. I think that those values of trying to instill that in um, kids these days might be a little outdated because women aren't the same as they were back in the fucking 80s, the 80s and 90s. And 90s the, you know what I mean? A lot of women, dude, a lot of women are whores and assholes. A yes. lot of them. Not all of them. Not all. There's a them. lot of great women out there. But, dude, a lot of women will take advantage. And actually, my dad, dude, it was kind of the opposite of that. He said, defend yourself no matter what. I think he knew that I had like a higher level of common sense than most people. And I, I pride myself on that. I think that I'm very logical. And um, I think that they kind of knew that. And my dad told me like, hey, you know, when you're able, like he made it very clear, women are weaker than you. Right. Physically. So don't just go out there and fucking pick fights and do fucked up shit. But if you're being abused, you don't ever deserve that. Like no. stick up for yourself. And everyone, everyone should fucking hear that, man. Like, like I said, use elbows, use something else so that you don't have any fucking bruises. But yeah, dude, stand up for yourself. If someone's fucking abusing you, it doesn't fucking matter what they got between their legs. Like, don't take abuse from anybody, man. No. Um, and that's I, my thought. I, I'm not saying this is the greatest advice. I just remember receiving this advice. And it, and I think it was actually from one of my, my black friends in the military. He's like, dude, my dad raised me. He's like, if a woman meets or exceeds your weight, she's no longer a man. She's fair game. If she hits you, you That's hit true. her back. And I was just like, hmm, okay. So That's true. Actually, Tim Dillon made that point, too, when that, I don't know if you remember that fat black girl that was going out there trying to stab uh, another black girl um, because of some, like, you know, cheating or some, uh, one of the girls fucked the other one's friend or something. This massively fat black uh, 16-year-old. She was 16, but she was probably, you know, 5'10", maybe 280. I mean, she okay. was big. She was a big girl. Running out there with a knife, and these cops shot her ass, you know? And and Tim Dillon was like, at a certain weight, you're no longer a child. At 280 <laughs> pounds, you're not a minor anymore. You're a fucking grown-ass man at 280 pounds. Shoot the bitch. That's what he said, you know? He's a gay fucking comic. You know, dude went out there, you know, he kind of leans. I don't even think he leans to the right. He's kind of more left. moderate. but Moderate. Yeah, he's just moderate, dude. And it was just funny to hear that because, yeah, dude, if a 280-pound chick is coming at me with a knife, I'm treating that like a fucking man. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I, not fighting it. I'm not I'm not going, oh, my God, I don't want to hurt you. I'm no offense. fucking head in. If the girl was 5'5 five, five and a buck 20 and coming at me with a knife, you're getting dealt with. You're going to get fucking oh, yeah. dealt with. Because now I'm, your life isn't any more important than mine. I'm going to save my life. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm going to kill you, but I'm going to neutralize your threat. Plain and simple. Yeah. But let's yeah, get into. It, man. Obviously, we're not advocating for any kind of violence, and and you know, t- you know, right. Obviously, fucking use your head out there. People need to use their heads. But if someone's abusing you, you have every right to fucking stand up for yourself, and uh, what's right will prevail always. So you know. Best of luck to people out there, man. It's a tough fucking world to navigate for a man these days. Oh, hell yeah. So how about we do this? Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a My cunt of the week is going to that fucktard that gave us the fake cryptid. Oh, the, the rapper guy? Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know if it's if he's necessarily faking it, and maybe they're real, dude. They might you know, be. They like might said, be. Same people uh, say Bigfoot's fake. True. Um, you know, we mentioned we mentioned you know the the complications uh, that we had recording. I'm going to say my primary kind of the week is Bill Gates for inventing these horrible computers. Apple oh. is far superior. I'm getting an Apple this month. Fuck Microsoft and fuck Bill Gates because these things run for two years now, and that's it. They run for two years seamlessly, and then you have endless problems. And then also, I'll say, you know, like a, a you know, secondary kind of the week is any woman that thinks that they can just go around beating up on dudes. Yeah, that's not fucking cool either. Okay, so, so my my uh, yeah, secondary, my secondary is going to be Greta Thunberg. Okay, well, yeah, we got four cunts for you. But yeah, dude, as someone that's been through that and been, you know, in the in the the on the shitty end of that, um, yeah, fuck these bitches that think that they can just get, you know, anything handed to them, and no matter what they do, it's cool. Um, that that just isn't how it is. So, you know, there's people out there that are smarter than you, and um, we're we're done. We're done with the abuse. Yeah, right. Stop abusing Stop. us. <laughs> I know. I, uh, it's obviously kind of a joke, but yeah, dude, it's just wild, man. The entitlement of some fucking people. But yeah, man, I think this was a fun one. Yeah, it's unfortunate we couldn't get the other one out, but yeah, this was solid. Hell yeah! Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another delayed, not on purpose episode of the Conspiracy Underground News Team. We will see you next Tuesday or Thursday because this is when it's coming out so we'll see you next Thursday but we will see you next Tuesday as well Don't you die.